Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. disappearing road. I'm telling you this as I remember, or what I think I remember, as the memories seem more like fading dreams of driving down Highway 16. I remember very few accounts of driving this stretch of highway, although I know I've driven it hundreds of times. I live in a small town over an hour away from the nearest city. It's quiet and only has a few roads driving down into the city the fastest of which is Highway 16. One long one-lane highway with little to nothing along it. Most of the road has no special notable features, aside from the trees, open fields, and an occasional farm. On the west end of the highway there's a stretch though, about a mile long, that goes through a very flat plateau with a large open field. As you drive west through this section, on the right you have a smaller, man-made pond that seems to have been excavated out for minerals and the like. The small mound on the far side of the pond appears to bleed from the mercury and iron in the clay-like earth. You can usually find cows gathered around the pond, drinking the water. Seems pretty unsafe to me, but that's besides the point. Just past this pond, is a small farmhouse with no cars that ever appear to move, and no lights at night. On the left side of the highway are a few large dead oak trees that cover a small building that looks to be in relatively livable condition. Beyond that is an old, seemingly abandoned house. There's no road, driveway, or clear access point behind the barbed wire fence to get onto the property. I've pondered that there must be access from the back of the very long several hundred acre property, as I've once seen people inside the fence with cars. We'll come back to that. For ease of reference, I will mention this old abandoned house as the house, as the farmhouse across the road seems to have little to no involvement in the incidents that take place in this plateau. I find it noteworthy that I've only shared this reoccurring experience phenomena, if you will, with only a select few people in fear that others would not understand, or would be suddenly drawn into the horrors of what happened. But I'm ready to tell my story now. Let's begin with the first memory of the phenomena that I have. It was about three years ago, while riding in the car with my grandfather to go shopping in town, as we often did on the weekends. It was a bright, sunny spring day with not a cloud in the sky. The sun was warm, but the air was still brisk from the night before. As usual, we had the windows cracked to let in a little bit of fresh air and the radio on the local country station. I gazed out the window as the trees passed by. A beautiful green blur of leaves and grass gave a warm, welcoming feeling. As we traveled down the road, about 30 minutes or so passed, like nothing, and the next thing we knew we were past the aforementioned plateau. 
The radio's cheerful country song was cut by pure silence, and the only sound was that of the wind passing through the windows of the car. I sat there, unbothered by the silence, until I noticed the puzzled look on my grandfather's face. I thought to myself for a moment about what could be going on before he abruptly broke the silence with a simple, yet immensely complicated question. Do you remember the last ten minutes or so of our car ride? He asked, confusion still fresh in his voice. I took a look around and began to think, why couldn't I remember getting to this point on the road? I hesitated before responding, uh, no, no, I guess I don't. The sound of the wind filled the space around us once again as we both sat there thinking of it. Was I just not paying attention? Why did he ask if I remembered? Does he not remember either? I thought about this for several moments before he spoke again. I realize that as I get older, I remember less and less, he began. A bitter taste filled my mouth as he reminded me that he was indeed getting older, and there would soon be a day where maybe he couldn't remember anything. But I can't shake this weird feeling about that part of the road. Every time I pass through it, I suddenly feel like I'm waking up and realize I don't recall passing the old house. As I thought about what he said, I tried to remember passing the old house. What did it look like at this time of day? Was it shaded by the dead trees? You know, now you mention it, I don't remember either. Frankly, I don't feel like I remember ever driving through that plateau, and yet I know what it looks like. Almost as if I've only seen a picture, or dreamed of it. The radio came back on and we continued our drive into the city, paying no mind to the conversation or occurrence that had just happened. Months went by and the conversation we had that day faded into the depths of my mind. I didn't think of that day much, and I never really paid attention to the lack of memories. Maybe it was fear, maybe it was being simply too caught up in life. One night, as a close friend of mine and I drove back to my house from the city, we began sharing stories. Some were recent life events, others were childhood memories that have stuck with us like scars. I cannot recollect what conversation or key words brought up the subject of the plateau, but there it was in my mind and in our conversation. I explained the first day I realized the lack of memories with my grandfather as the concern on his face began to show. I could feel the energy of the car shift because he was uncomfortable, as was I. What road are you talking about? He asked with a small bit of hesitation, as if he feared the answer I might give. Well, I said as I gathered myself to calmly continue, it's this one. Actually, we already passed the point I was talking about. I trailed off in my mind, but managed to get the last word out, as I realized what happened. Yet again, I couldn't remember passing it. It was very dark due to there not being any streetlights, or houses, or cars. But I can usually tell when I pass a field, because I can sense the lack of darkness in the night. The rest of the car ride was silent. I was lost in my head as it spun out of control into thoughts of what this could mean, or what could be happening. I debated asking him if he could remember passing the old house, but concluding that asking would only strengthen the fear growing within him. 
Many months passed as I began driving the highway less and less. I don't know if it was a subconscious decision to stay away, but if it was, I should have heeded the warning. I found myself driving this highway again late at night, though this time I was alone. I was singing along to the music playing, not a care in the world. Suddenly I felt my throat begin to constrict and my eyes begin to water. What is happening? I began to panic as I felt the air leaving my lungs and the ability to regain oxygen in my bloodstream diminished. My head turned woozy as I came to the plateau in the road. I could see it and the old house up ahead. I thought that if I just thought hard enough and paid close enough attention, just maybe, I would remember it this time. I turned off the music and let the silence fill in the space around me as I began to really focus on the road. Just like that, I was on the other side of the plateau. I felt dazed for a moment before realizing that there was a man standing on the side of the road. He was dressed in all black with a black hat. I squinted my eyes in hopes to see more and maybe come up with a reasonable answer as to why he was just standing in the side of the road. As I drew closer, I realized he was looking at me. His eyes seemed to burn into mine as my throat constricted again. I felt the blood rush within my body as my throat grew tighter and tighter. Stars began to appear in my vision as I started to lose control of my muscles. My body was shutting down and the man in front of me had to be the source of all of this pain. Panicking was no longer an option as I had no control left. He had taken over. In the blink of an eye, he was gone, vanished into thin air. My breathing slowly returned to normal and I regained control of my muscles. When I returned home, still in shock and honestly terrified of what had just happened, I rushed to the bathroom to look at my neck in the mirror. It was still sore, even though nothing I could see physically touched it. I walked in and turned towards the mirror. As the fear in my brain took over my thoughts, I couldn't even bring myself to look up for several moments. Finally, I built up my courage and looked. There I was. I was alive. My neck was bright red although it had been constricted, not by hands but by something else. I soon fell asleep and my dreams were filled with the eyes of this man on the side of the road. I couldn't get him out of my head for days. Every time I closed my eyes he was there, watching me. His eyes were yellowish and white. His eyes were a whitish yellow, dim but bright. They didn't seem to have pupils, but I didn't get very close to him, so I can't say for sure. Who was he? What was he? Days went on without a single moment that I closed my eyes and didn't see his. Terrified inside, I wanted to tell my friends. I wanted to understand or have some kind of explanation as to what was going on. At the very least, I wanted someone to tell me that I was crazy, that it wasn't even real, but something has been keeping me from telling anyone. I'm not sure what it is, as it's not an intentional or conscious decision. It's as if I could not physically speak of him, like he controlled my very actions revolving around him. All I know for sure is, I won't be driving on Highway 16 anytime soon. You probably shouldn't either.